Okay, this is the first time recording on a new system, but you know we're goaded, so it doesn't even matter. Welcome back to the Next Up podcast. As you know, I'm your host, Marcus. I'm Ben. And I'm Nosa. Jeez, and we got a nice episode for you today. Um, So first, I just want to say, make sure you have your coffee. You know, it's Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Get ready for this nice easy talk in the morning um i want to talk about what you guys think is like because personally for me i'm very independent when it comes to work but i understand that teamwork is very important so how do you guys like whether it's sports uh work uh just life in general how do you guys try to find the balance of being an individual person doing something or branching out and asking for help in areas that involve teamwork like i can't do a podcast by my well i could do a podcast by myself but it would be harder and it's easier to do it with you guys i Mm -hmm. i could play basketball by myself but it's easier to train with a group of people you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i just want to like talk about teamwork versus individuality yeah to me that that reminds me of a of the quote um he who or i'll I'll use it they who travel alone yeah travels fastest they who travel together travels farthest so like yeah that's with a team you can travel forever by yourself you can travel so fast by yourself you can grow so fast you can learn something so fast but with a group Mm. since everyone has to do everything Mm -hmm. you can travel much slower but definitely more more distance so you can get to a a farther end goal Mm -hmm. yeah do you ever do you ever do you ever find it like hard for yourself to reach out and ask someone for help when you know that you're good at something yeah because i would say that's definitely like a problem i have it's like i'm not trying to ask for help if i know i can do it because one thing for me is like i don't want to burden anybody else and be like oh can you do this for me because mm-hmm. I don't ever like putting like that pressure on anybody. Even if they say they could help me with something, I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother this person with that. But also like, I know I'm going to put in the work on my own thing. And like other people aren't going to be as invested in your stuff as you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what do you mean though? Do you I mean think... like if, oh, let, let, I'm going to say this real quick. Yeah, do you mean real, like yeah. if, if you have like another professional in that area, you wouldn't ask them for help in that. Like, say you had, say you had like a professional producer, would mm-hmm. you ask them for help or you just do it by yourself? The thing is for me, I will, I will get a producer when they're at a higher level. Like if boy Wendell wanted to make me a beat, I'm taking that beat. Okay. But okay. if a producer at my level wants to make me a beat, I'm probably not taking that beat unless I found it. Mm-hmm on my own like say i found it on youtube mm-hmm. i don't really do that anymore but like when i was searching like if i want to search in, like when i find loops and there's an actual beat just on that page and i'm like oh this is hard i came across it myself so i would take it okay but if somebody's at my level like i feel like i i don't really ask for help at my level i, I want it to be way ahead like higher than me so that i feel like i have to excel to that level if okay. that makes sense yeah that makes, mm-hmm. sense that makes sense okay yeah that's fair i think um for me i kind of like 
viewed it like the same way in a lot of respects. And recently, I think, um, like someone told me, and it's like it kind of helps, is that no one really like be as invested as you as you are. But like, if you just like throw it out there, like even if you know how to do it, if you just throw out the idea of like asking someone how they feel about something and then like trying to involve them more, mm -hmm. like they'll be a bit more motivated to like to be more invested. I kind of like a basketball analogy. It's like um, if you every now and again, if you just kept passing to your teammates, like they'll feel more involved and then they'll do everything else they can do better. As opposed to if, let's say you just isolate all the time, maybe someone who doesn't feel as invested will do their job worse. Mm -hmm. So like it's, um, you already know that you're going to do your work. So sometimes just focusing on trying to get someone else involved, sometimes I feel like it's something that helps. I see, I've seen like it actually like progress. Like if you involve people more than they feel more inclined to help. And then you already know what you're going to do, even though, you know, you don't need their help, but at the same mm -hmm. time, like ben, ben said earlier, like you'll get way further with the team than you could alone. Mm, yeah. And that's definitely something like since 20, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the beginning of the year, but, um, well, kind of at the beginning of the year. Cause even when we went to, to that event for next up, I feel like I involved a lot more people more than just like saying oh okay i'm gonna get all this shit set up myself mm -hmm. uh, we actually had meetings and we we're like all right you research this you research this you research that mm -hmm. and like now we're doing that more frequently for almost everything um yeah a problem that i would have is like i watched this video from russ that um he said when he first started doing music videos uh the videographer would be like all right it's gonna be ready in two weeks and then he's like all right and he thought that's that's just how it goes and then um he bought a camera and did it himself not to say mm -hmm. that that like obviously if he shoots his video himself he said the video was done the next day obviously it doesn't when they say two weeks it's not going to actually take them the full two weeks of their time to to record it but it's just yeah. like it's not their priority because everybody has their own stuff going on in their life and not that that two weeks is a long time but for um Sometimes when, when you're doing stuff personally and you, you want to get something out quick, mm -hmm. um, you don't reach out because even if it's going to be a bit worse, you can do it faster yourself. And I feel like that's a big thing that I have to tone down is I have to be more patient um, with just the way that things go in life because it's going to pan out eventually. And it's not always mm -hmm. a race. Sometimes it's a marathon. And yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of on think, the fence of both, yeah. I feel like. I think with that videography stuff, like, obviously it's not going to take two weeks to do, but I think it's, like, because, like, realistically, that videographer is, like, a filmmaker, right? Mm -hmm. So they're probably working on, like, a script for a short film where they have, like, six other projects that they're doing, mm -hmm. and two weeks is just, like, they're giving themselves enough time to get that job done. So mm -hmm. obviously, like, if you do it yourself, it's going to be way faster. Like, for sure, that's what like what you said is right but like yeah it's just like i guess you're giving that time so, i know i know that I, one hit yeah. you different because you're a video <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what's actually but, interesting yeah. about that too i think it also kind of goes back to what i said before imagine if like the videographer instead of said in two weeks it's going to be done said okay it's going to take around two weeks 
let's have a meeting like that's like if they have like if you're really organized let's say i have a time slot for you like this is about the time i'm gonna work on it you fill them in it's like okay let's have a meeting like while i'm in the middle of it and then you keep them engaged at all times i feel like that's what kind of makes it more feel like you're waiting and like mm -hmm. make it feel like he's like not being involved in the process makes it feel like well i can just do it myself because imagine if yeah. like every few days like they they filled you in on the process and then let's say after two weeks what if you don't like it because it doesn't fit your vision what if in the middle of that they said okay here's where i am um i'm seeing this and this but like i want to try this direction because at the end of the day it's like you're making a video but it's not your vision at the end of the day and that's what I always felt like, um, I, cause I did, I did, a, I did someone's video, um, for them, like as a project wise, and I'd always like keep them involved cause it wasn't my project at the end of the day, I was doing videography in their vision. So it's like, it's a balance of sometimes when you hear two weeks, it's like, okay, well, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And it's not and even like a disrespect to them, but like, you'd like to feel involved cause it's also something you are heavily invested in. I, I feel that also because I also record other people when they make music. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't think it's it's not obviously not as long as a video because a video you're looking at so many different clips. Music is not as many takes. So um sorry if you guys hear the fan in my house. So I apologize for <laughs> just turning that it's the whole heating of the house. But um basically when when I record somebody and I'll be like all right I, what I try to do on the spot, like when they're still there, is get like a general idea of how the track is going to come out and be like, do you like this sound? Do you like this sound? Do you like this sound? Blah, blah, blah. And some people are like, okay, send me the, the song after the session. And some people are like, no, nah, I want to hear the song when it's finished after. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I, I'm not going to finish the song that night. You know what I mean? Sometimes the session goes to like 1 a.m. Exactly. So you're not going to keep working at 1 a.m. you're gonna go to sleep you know what i mean mm -hmm. or you're gonna go mm -hmm. chill before you go to sleep and then um maybe you work on it the next day maybe you have work the next day so you can't even work on it that's that's mm -hmm. why i'm saying like i understand that they have they have their own life like that's not even my quote that's that's what russ said like yeah um but like i do try to get it out as fast as i can because Personally, I know if I was waiting for it, yeah, you'd want it. I'd want um, it as fast yeah, as I exactly, can. Yeah, yeah. So, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. I always feel like if you're more involved, that waiting isn't as bad. Because at the end of the day, I think everyone already does understand that person has other things to do. Mm -hmm. But then when it's when like you just give a deadline and then there's no communication in the middle, it always seems like it's not even just like waiting. It's like what's what's going on. Like it's mm -hmm. kind of like the anticipations. Like when, yeah. when a delivery is coming, you're like just waiting. Yeah. Like where is it? Where yeah. is it? Like you're just waiting on it. And then there's nothing to do in the middle. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, like even if the person just filled you in like once or twice, I think I've seen. I think that's like something I've seen with a lot of services that people say as far as art, like um music or videography. I see that a lot. They say they respect a lot. A lot of artists respect producers that I've seen where they fill them in. Like they feel yeah. like involved in the process or like if it's videography, like, like when they're making a beat, like even not just making a beat, like if they're like, okay, I'm working on something and like, just tell them like what you're working on, what it's like. And even mm -hmm. if it's something like minor, 
the whole process of like going back and forth is like help like it's like the service because at the end of the day it's like every like the something has to stand out everyone can take like every videographer can take your video and cut it in like two weeks every producer could have you come in the studio and make the beat for you but at the end of the day it's like which one makes you feel the best while they do that mm -hmm. yeah and definitely like the the progress updates like if if they send you a, a little video of like yo this edit is clean like mm -hmm. then you're gonna be like okay yeah yeah and now, now you're like more excited for it and since you're closer it doesn't feel like you have to wait as long so if you're getting those little mm -hmm. like updates they're like okay okay at least you get to see something in the progress like in the works before like you don't have to just wait two weeks blindly okay i have a i have a question for you guys um would you rather better quality less communication or like more like it's it's better service but a bit less quality hmm. and it doesn't even have to be doesn't even have to be for a video let's say it's like a store it could be anything you I know what i mean i think if i were to like survey it i feel like most people would say better service like than the quality mm -hmm. because how many people do we know go to someone that like it's obviously it's a balance of like good service and good yeah like quality. obviously you want good good quality but like continue my fault no, no but like that's the thing. You, obviously you want good quality but like yeah like it's like it's how far because really quality can only get so good mm -hmm. but service could be like really impact because the difference between no service and good service is bigger than a quality and a plus quality you know what i mean <laughs> mm -hmm. the the thing that came into my head is like when when you're like walking to like a designer clothing store or whatever right and the employees kind of like stare you up and down and they're like this guy's talking about when i was at goyard <laughs> honestly yeah when we, when we were in new york at the goyard store like okay the store was like it was some next like it was this the is most, getting clipped it was the most bougie <laughs> store that i've ever been into like you we got outside and there was a security guard outside and he like unlocked the door for us and like yeah. locked it behind us and then we like go down these stairs and there's like two employees in the store one of them says like hi how are you doing da, 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 da. they're like oh i just want to look at this wall and we kind of like browsed around for a little bit you have to act mm -hmm. like you, you don't know what you're looking for but <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, because like you go to a store like that you know what you want you're not going in there like, you know what's chat though about about goyard you can't buy online and they don't have a lookbook so low-key some man like, i i so, yeah, knew they... what i wanted because i wanted to get like i wanted to get a wallet obviously but i didn't yeah. know like i didn't know all the types of wallets they have because you can't search it online yeah <laughs> but like <laughs> i i low-key knew which one i wanted because i saw somebody on a resale try to sell it but i didn't know if that was real because like <laughs> you can't buy it you know, there's not there. <laughs> yeah. and bro there's no yeah. goyard in cat in, in canada i don't think i think they're trying to move nah, there. there's only so. there's only four or five in the state in in north america sheesh and there's three in Paris, and then I think there's one in Japan. But anyways, continue yeah. starting my back. Yeah, but like I don't know, like if you go into like a designer store, they're like they're kind of like snobby and rude, and they don't mm -hmm. like treat you like with good customer service. But then you go to McDonald's, 
not McDonald's, not McDonald's. You go to like, you McDonald's? Go to like, McDonald's is kind of trash service. Chick fil A, Chick fil A. Yeah, you go to like yeah. somewhere with like good customer service and you're like, okay, I feel like welcome. I feel like in a house. Like it's like hospitality. And so it's yeah. like, it's just like, I guess like, I don't know. If a store even- could have like crazy quality crazy quality and crazy service it's just like so yeah. now i have not my phone also go i have another question but, after but no i was just gonna say like that's the perfect example because at the end of the day when they see someone who they think could buy the things that they got they're probably yeah, looking exactly. like exactly. Oh, okay let's make this guy feel yeah. good so he'll yeah. come back <laughs> actually a, a story that i have is um when i went to go buy my my montclair coat um in the story the, the girl she didn't even let me try it on she didn't even let me try it on. She's like, uh, we don't we don't let people try it on. Meanwhile, there's a guy right beside me trying on a coat. <laughs> so I was like, bro, that's a whack. <laughs> like, why are you Like, make up a like, better damn. excuse. That's so I, I was like, we don't let people like, try right. it on. Really? I did. I did look like a bum that day. Like, I was in. A, I was in. A, I was in. Like, I was wearing like sweatpants. I was wearing my beat Air Force ones. Like, those shoes are beat up. Yeah. So. I and didn't look like I was actually gonna cop it, like that. but I actually cop the coat. So like that that guy who tried it on didn't cop the coat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so she saw, but either way, um, where was I going with this? Uh, when I go to when I went to Saks after I bought my Gucci shoes, that same guy that sold me those Gucci shoes every time he sees me in the <laughs> store, he's like, "Yo, how are you doing?" Blah blah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> One time. <laughs> Me and my mom went into Saks because she was she was going to the bay, so we just walked through it to go to mm. like an Eden Center. They're connected, mm. so we get upstairs and she's like, "The the guy's like, oh, is that your mom?" Blah, and he starts chatting up me and my mom. <laughs> it was merch, but like once they see that you buy something, because mm. obviously those mans are just like us, bro. They're they're, they're, they're they just have a job, like they're, they're working, just working a job bro. in the mall. Honestly, like, that guy's making probably yeah. he's probably not making minimum wage. He's probably, probably like making twenty like, bucks an hour, exactly. like twenty an hour, yeah. Bro, <laughs> which is like, bro, like it's like, good, but like it's it's it is what it is. Like yeah. you can have a way better job, but he probably makes a commission, so that's that's probably yeah. why he's trying to make those. Yeah, sales. the commission probably killed. Yeah, he's probably not. He's probably getting minimum wage with a commission. Yeah, because that I commission be is beast. Because yeah, bro, those guys make. Oh. If the shoe is eight hundred dollars and you make a ten percent commission, yeah, that's if you bucks. sell. Yeah, that's eighty bucks. <laughs> eighty bro. bucks right there. That's dude, four dude, hours. <laughs> Like paycheck yeah. man's I'm looking like commission. he's working tips but yeah um so like i feel like the service in that industry is based on one how you look like i see like not to be racist but when those rich asians go to those stores bro in a second those mans are there oh. like this guy's gonna buy something champagne <laughs> they got it <laughs> Would you like one, sir? It's crazy. <laughs> Butler mode activated. <laughs> what I was gonna say though is, um, what do you guys think about like the quickness versus customer service? Like, for example, McDonald's is probably like the fastest fast food. Yeah, and everybody mm-hmm. rates McDonald's. Like, I don't know one person that says McDonald's is trash. It's trash for Except you. For the people faking. Yeah, yeah. You know. but like. Realistically, every man will box a uh, McDonald's fries if if, God, if it was that. there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But everybody likes Chick Fil A. Like Chick Fil A is known as the meme of Bro. fucking fast foods. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Chick Fil A doesn't even open on Sundays. Uh, yeah. 
yeah. still kill it. That's what I'm saying. So like, which one for you guys is more important? And it doesn't have to be McDonald's or Chick Fil A, but like customer service versus like the speed, which is kind of like teamwork versus yourself. And I guess that's how mm. we'll end this off after you guys answer. I'm gonna go from like the 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 worker point of view because okay, I work at LCBO. If you watch previous episodes, you know this. <laughs> Air miles. Air miles. <laughs> Okay, I also I've seen Eddie in in the LCBO a couple of times. Yeah. Shout, Shout out, Eddie. Eddie. Did you take his air miles? No, he didn't get it yet. But <laughs> so, nah, I'm not. Bro, you have to give him. to give him your card. One of my cards. Honest, I have two. Use it. But freaking okay, like there's some customers that come in, they go to the beer fridge, get two beers, and they want to be out of the store in ten seconds. So like for mm-hmm. those customers, you see it, you recognize it, and you do their stuff. You don't small talk them. But then there's customers mm-hmm. who like browse the shelves and they ask you, "Oh, what kind of wine do you want?" Da 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 da. They asking all these questions. They come to your cash register and they're like, well, "I want to have like a whole conversation." Oh, duh, did you see the news? Like, and you have to like, as as the person working in the store, you have to be able to do both. Like it's like I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. That's that's. Mm-hmm. I did that like when I was working at at the ACC for the Raptors I found that a lot too because some people like will come in just like at the end of halftime and they're like alright I want to get back to my seat so you have to be quick you know what I mean yep. be like get the pizza quick bro <laughs> like I'm trying yeah, to cut yeah. but then Man, there's some people like, where is it there's some people <laughs> who come an hour before the game and they're just like oh so do you get to watch the game blah? and they start chatting you up yeah, yeah. So, it's a give and a take obviously yeah, yeah. What about yeah you? I think it's I feel like it's um it's weird I think speed does really matter, or else Amazon one day shipping wouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah, facts. Like clearly, clearly, because I saw something the other day and it was actually a good point. But but then it didn't account for something really crucial. It's like if you want to support a business instead of buying it on Amazon where they get partial, like um, buy it on their like, actual website. Yeah, buy it on their actual website. But then sometimes you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, here's the thing. Like, realistically, sometimes you need something in a day. It's not like every time you can wait four to five days. Yeah. Just, like, just for sometimes, like, if something breaks, it's crucial to your daily life that you need it the next day. Well, think about this. For this podcast to even take place, I had to go buy a cord and and a thing to connect the camera to my computer. Yeah. And if we couldn't do curbside pickup, this podcast would have had to been tomorrow. Because I would have ordered it on Amazon. But if I ordered it from Best Buy, I wouldn't get that for like three to four days. Six, if I ordered it from the distributor, it would have yeah. come in like almost yeah. a month. You know exactly. I mean? <laughs> and so, you're like, damn, like, yeah, I'd like to support, but like, you got to be a little bit. Because at that point, it's the same product, but slower. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. like, it, it'd be hard to vouch. Like, I don't, I think it would have to be a really good a big gap between like the quality to make the the speed not count mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you'd have to be getting something yeah so like, spectacular it's like, <laughs> it's like if amazon wasn't amazon if amazon was wish or Thanks. aliexpress yeah so you're exactly. getting like some, get some bootleg bullshit. product like, yeah. so that's <laughs> then but, you'd be like i don't wait <laughs> if it's like wish one day shipping and you like you buy some jordans on wish and they come and you're like they're, they're called <laughs> those are called know. gordon's <laughs> 
Eric Gordon. You're like, hold on a second. Yeah, 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 yeah then them, you'll be yeah. like, yeah, fuck Nah, nah, they're not Eric Gordon. <laughs> they're Aaron Gordon. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. That's what I'm gonna have to wrap it up, though. Uh, oh my so god! Here it is. You have to find a balance between doing things yourself and taking it into your own hands, and sometimes letting the team play it out, so you don't get your Aaron Gordons. But uh, stay tuned. <laughs> we have a brief uh, message from one of our sponsors. Also, if you would like to be one of our sponsors, don't hesitate to hit us up in the DMs. And yeah. We'll be right back. What does it mean to me next up? We could tell you, you have to be bold, courageous, focused, driven. But we'd rather show you. And thank you for the ad from our sponsors. And next topic, you already know I'm coming with it. It's a topic um, I want to talk about because I see a lot about it. And um, it's a topic of masculinity because I think I've seen a lot of uh, videos on, I say this in air quotes, toxic masculinity because I'm not sure I believe that term necessarily. So I ask the question, what do you see masculinity as? To, like just... For you personally. You want to go first? <laughs> nah, I can go, go first. first. Uh, I have I have a lot to say on that because of like, like, because I like literally was a guy. Uh, first of all, like a black man who does ballet. Like, that's <laughs> like the most controversial. Like, I literally have only ever seen two professional or not. That's a lie. But. In, in Canada, I've only ever seen two professional male ballet dancers who were black. Like, so, like, mm -hmm. definitely, it's, it's, like, a huge thing in the black community to be, like, super, like, like, masculine. I don't know. Like, but that means, like, being, like, never showing your emotions, da-da-da, like, mm -hmm. being all tough. And I think that's where, like, the term toxic masculinity comes from. That, like, you can never mm -hmm. show emotion. You can never show weakness. And that that's like it literally like it can ruin someone's life because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I feel like you should always, no matter what it what it is, you should always be able to express yourself. And I wouldn't even say, well, I guess this kind of is like when I first started making music, I personally love to sing. But like when I started, I was like, nah, I'm going to rap. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And like mm -hmm. it took a lot of me like being like, well, this is actually what I like to do to start even singing. And when I first started like being melodic in my music, it was like bare auto tune up because that's what every guy does. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then after, girls are always like, literally, this is what what they started telling me is like, why do you always put auto tune in your music when you have a nice voice? And I was like, because that's what, like, bro, if that's what everyone like, else I'm does. not singing, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I look like the weekend, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not singing. But it's actually a fact. Like, the best singers. You don't hear bare robotic stuff oh, yeah. in their voice. You know what I mean? And it's just accepting yourself. Like, like it doesn't. Huh? Yeah, but T-Pain yeah. could sing. He's that. a nice. And that's singer, what I'm saying. He's oh, one of yeah, the top singers does that it. does put out a mm. tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For no reason. <laughs> <laughs> He's, you know, you, to actually make your voice go like that, you have to sing bad on purpose. 
Like you have to sing in tune, but you have to make your voice. Um, this is well off topic. I'm not even gonna go into that. <laughs> but but yeah, like you have to kind of. I feel like in this world, it's really hard to learn to accept yourself. And once you can accept yourself, I feel mm. like for you as an individual, that idea dies. But as society, that idea I don't think will ever. Well, I don't want to say ever, but I I would not, I would say it's nowhere close to dying and i know you feel very strongly on this also because all the time we talk about like um if you're a guy having to pay for like stuff like mm-hmm. even if say say your girlfriend makes more money than you mm-hmm. it's still looked on you to pay but like yeah that's just because you're a guy and if yeah if you're a girl it's your job to look good all the time like, mm. No, it's not, bro. Everybody has bad days. Not everybody's fucking Drake with millions of dollars. You know what I yeah. mean? Some people work minimum wage jobs for almost their whole life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that doesn't make them a bad person. You know what I mean? It just means that they're having a hard time with their life and they're doing the best they can. You know what I mean? And I feel like we have to be able to first accept yourself because I feel like the reason that that's projected like toxic masculinity um i would say is like if i didn't feel as confident in myself i would project that on others you know what yeah I mean? but like i don't see that from him and i don't see that from you because i feel like you guys understand yourself and you know i'm a guy and i struggle with things all the time so mm-hmm. i know he's struggling with things so why am i gonna make fun of things that is probably going to make him feel even worse in his life. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he's just trying to break through with something that he loves to do. So that's how I see it in a way. Yeah. Another thing I was, I was always looking at and I feel like, um, there is like, what do we say? Like, um, society says like guys should do things. And obviously like as society's changing, like when we said talking about who should pay for dates, like that's, that dynamic is changing. Like before it was like mm-hmm. not even really questioned. And then now yeah. because of the way pays like is working, like women are earning more than ever before. And it's like, things are changing. So that's going to adapt. So I never really felt like, um, like that part of the conversation, it was always like, it was irrelevant to me because I feel, I feel like, like social media kind of perpetuates some of these ideas of like, Oh, like not talking, like men not showing their emotions, not talking. Like how many times have we had like heart to heart talks? Like it's not like it's uncommon. I think it's weird to me because I feel like the concept came up from women and men, like and how their dynamic works. And I feel like not as many like if I'm opening up to a woman, it's probably my mother and no one else. And it's weird because I saw like studies on it and it's very common for if men open up to women to not get like how they the response like of they'll get from a man to be reciprocated so they like it's it's tougher unless you have like a closer connection as opposed to women like they're obviously just more open in general so like my question is like how do you think social media kind of plays into this but i like i'm saying this is an idea but however you feel about let's say toxic masculinity i feel like it plays a really big part to how people view masculinity because I don't even view it how some people say macho. I'm like, yeah, bro, I don't even know one person who fits this mold. Yeah, I feel like true. just being your true to yourself is masculinity in a sense. 
Well, while you go, I'm going to look up this quote uh, by this. Ash He's actually a Toronto rapper. I, I'm actually going to show both you guys the song after the stream. It's called, let me search the name. I just added it to uh, my playlist. Um, it's a Toronto rapper. His name's A.R. Paisley. I know I, he, um, oh, yeah. he remixed J. Cole's song, Love Yours, but he did it in yeah. his own way. Mm. I, I can't play the song. It's called Still Grateful by A.R. Paisley. I'm going to search out the lyrics. You can go first, man. But like, it was a the biggest bar I've ever heard. Like, not even bar. The whole hook is a bar. Yeah. So, like, for the social media thing, I think it, it just reminded me of, you know, uh, the the Harry Styles Vogue cover where he was wearing a yeah. shirt? That, to me, like, that being controversial, I think is why the term toxic masculinity is still used. Because, like... Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, like, and I think that um, toxic masculinity comes from, I guess, like, cisgendered, like, straight men. Like, people, like, I don't know, that, those always tend to come in, like, the same package. So, like, we said this on, like, one of the first episodes of the podcast, how, like, when you say you're just, like, a straight guy, you just, like, assume that you're, like, like straight cisgendered whatever and like but they're really like separate things so like Mm -hmm. i think that um that's kind of where it comes from so it's like you kind of have to be like this thing in order to be like masculine i don't know if that makes sense or if i no i get exactly what you're you're talking Mm -hmm. about and i feel like i don't know i feel like it's a weird dynamic and for it's from where I'm coming from thinking, obviously, like, I feel like there's a lot of people who really believe, like, the way you're saying it. But it's like, I don't, from personal experience, it's like, um, I feel like people who feel like they don't fit the mold tend to put more of an emphasis on those things than people who do. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, for that me, makes I'm not. Sense, yeah. Because for me, like, let's say, like, when they say, oh, you don't show your emotions, but I'm not, like, an overly emotional person, but that's just by by nature it's not like oh i'm trying to be this yeah and then for me it's like okay if i was that's still like cool too like we you Mm -hmm. know there's people from all spectrums that are men and that's not a determinant on if you're masculine or not to me yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think there there definitely are some people on the internet too who like kind of like exude this quality that's like compensating for something so it's like it's like maybe they're not as confident with their like with their like i don't know say say they're not as confident with their body they're not like they want to be like super strong or whatever and they're they're yeah like so they'll like compensate with something else and they'll like make fun of other people on the internet or something exactly who they feel they're more masculine than but that that in Mm -hmm. a way goes to what i was saying earlier like I understand that like people have flaws, so I don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You understand that, but some yeah. people can't accept their own flaws. It's not even accepting your own. Fl- well, it is in a it's way accept- because like if you if you acknowledge that like it's okay that I'm not at this sh- perfect physique that I want to be at right now, but I I'm working on myself. In yeah. a way, you can kind of understand like somebody is also working on themselves when that's the thing you're making fun of. And it's kind of mm-hmm. just shows like you haven't got past um, 
like your your own pride in a way mm-hmm. um i couldn't find his lyrics is not up because he's a toronto rapper yeah, shout true. out to him he's going super hard but the way that it goes is like if you could trade your life if i could trade your life if i could trade my life for yours would i do it and then he's like i don't know because online is fake and then he says something else and then he's like if you could trade your life for mine you shouldn't do it because oh this is what he says he says would i would i trade my life for yours something something i don't know because you only post the good and then he says something else and then he said would you trade your life for mine you shouldn't because i only post the good things Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah so like i wouldn't trade my life for yours because all the stuff i see on ben's instagram Mm -hmm. is like those are his best moments yeah and then when ben sees me on instagram he's like oh this guy's lit right now Yeah. yeah he shouldn't think that he's not lit because I'm only posting my best moments. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I like not AR, your struggles. Exactly. Not, like yeah. AR Paisley online looks lit. You know what I mean? But when he's at mm-hmm. home by himself, like he could be having a very horrible day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. people are like, I wish I was AR Paisley. You should wish you're yourself. You know what I mean? He has his own struggles yeah. that he's going through also. And when I heard that song, literally I heard it this morning. I was like, bro, this song is like, it's like sick. So shout out AR Paisley. Yeah. That that's a perfect line right there. I feel like that kind of exemplifies what I'm thinking. Where I feel like there's, if you never accept who you truly are, I feel like sometimes you'll look at different things to like compensate. Like like you said, Ben. Like I'm a low key oh, hit him up and ask if I can play like just that hook in in the in the song. I mean in the in would, the podcast because that would be lit. Yeah, I feel like I, I think that's a bar. I'm gonna show you guys both like after this like that song because that that song like it's different bro it's different still but yeah i like that kind of thinking and um on that note like one last question um as far as role models as like masculinity wise what, because everyone has a different version who would you say is your role model in that sense and me? why do you see them as a role model me yeah both of you uh, well i have i have three role models two of them you can see on the wall <laughs> well <laughs> like artistically just like from somebody as like a, a canadian kid like drake is always going to be that guy for me because like you don't have to say he struggled or whatever, but he still made it to like the biggest stage from a place where I'm from. So like, that's always going to mm-hmm. be for me. But um, yeah, this guy definitely is like, for me, is always going to be up there still. If you don't know, that's J. Cole. And um, he just like, it's always about preaching like life lessons. And then my dad is always just somebody I'm always going to look up to as like, just being like person. In my life, he always he always was there for me when I needed him most. Um, so shout out my dad, a black man raising his kids. Um, yeah. Yeah, you Ben. I mean, I feel like I have a lot, so I can't like narrow it down to like having one or three. Like, I don't know. Like, since I've like done so many like different things, like I've switched up what i want to do in air quotes so Mm -hmm. many times that like kind of like trying to find a new like mentor or role model is like 
been hard to like stick on one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i don't know like there there have been things that i've seen like like the first time i watched the movie 42 with uh chadwick boseman in it that was like yeah that movie hit and like i watched it it was just my family in the theater and two other people that was it mm-hmm. like it was a big ass theater and there were how five of us and two black other people movie before black movies were popular uh, exactly yeah <laughs> and like that movie was like that was the first time that like a movie like hit me so like ever since then like chadwick boseman has been like one of my favorite actors so like and also fruitvale station watching that yeah, with michael b jordan that movie. holy that's what those two are probably like two of my favorite actors so they'd probably be up there on my like you know it's crazy this is how you know life is progressions because like it doesn't like everybody's in a different place in their life i watched i was like too immature for when 42 came out but you were younger for me younger than me and it hit you so like that just goes to show that like everybody reaches different states at different times in their life you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and it's Mm -hmm. okay to not be perfect at everything at the exact time that you want to be perfect at it you just have to keep working because if i watch that i haven't actually watched that movie since that time Mm. but if i watch that movie it would probably hit me way different than definitely way back in the day you Mm. know what i mean but me too like it would affect me differently now than it did when i was like i don't know 12 13 when i can't even name you one scene from that movie fam like Mm. i'm like (laughs) i'm like it hits you like if it, if it, if you're talking, I didn't even know Chadwick Boseman was in that movie. Like I, I did recently because I saw it when he died. I saw all of his movies. Yeah, when he died, the they showed all the movies. That yeah. was him. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean. So it's like it's different for everybody, and that's why I think it's it's important because I'm a person that found a passion that I love to do at a very young age. You know what I mean? Like I was going into university and I found a passion. Most people don't find a passion. My mom didn't find her passion. Well, she found her passion, but she didn't start doing it until she was almost 50. Yeah. So, like, yeah. everything happens at different levels. And that doesn't make me better than my mom. She's no. way smarter everyone's, than me. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, journey is different. Exactly. So, what yeah. about you, though? Yeah, you well, have... you can continue on. Were you done? I, yeah, I think just those two are definitely, like, big in my role model category. Yeah. What about you, Nosa? Oh, for me, mostly um, just my dad, because like same thing Mark said, a black man raising, but it's obviously kind of different because he's Nigerian. So like more, it's like way, way more common for your dad to be in your life. But at the same time, it's just for him to he be. Was, yeah. For like, if, like their like divorce isn't very big and it's like kind of like frowned upon in a sense. So it's like the fifties here, <laughs> but then, um, yeah, he was there. He, um, like there were certain things that he did that helped me be the person I am. Just like there's certain things that my mom did to help me be that I am. And I think um, the one thing I wanted to emphasize with the role models was that it almost didn't even matter who you were as a person. Like we completely different like passions and we've all done different things, but we feel like our role model always they never like it was never someone who said you have to be this way it's always just a person expressing themselves how they were Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like just embracing who you are and showing you how to be the best person you can be and in a sense that was like for me masculinity like when i looked at him i'm like 
being there, like being a part of the support system that is the family, helping out in whatever way he can with whatever skills he does. Like I would always say my mom talks all the time and she she's like great as far as if I needed a conversation or I needed something there for me. But my dad, he'd say things very sporadically. But like when he said something, it hit. Like it'd be like almost like if it was a movie, like I'd be like, damn, like that's like some smart ass advice. Like <laughs> it'd be crazy. <laughs> so I think there's like a different dynamic everyone brings. And I just wanted to say, like, on the the end of topic on masculinity, I feel like there's embracing also who you one, are. Oh, wait, there's one on. more person that I don't know. I always forget to mention this person, but if you know me, you actually know like Oh yeah, I was getting <laughs> very this is actually very important in my life is is Barack Obama. Because for me, it's just like seeing like a black man running the biggest country in the world. Like mm -hmm. that just inspires me. I don't know. Like that's probably the biggest, yeah. the biggest one. I always forget that one because like I always focus more on like music and then like, yeah. But like Barack Obama's there for me for sure. But yeah, just showing you anything's possible in you within your representation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's um, I think that's like great. So, and then you're a man. So like, there's like, that's that masculinity for me kicks in where we are always just going to generally idolize men just because they fit more who we see ourselves as. It has nothing to do with not showing emotions or being this macho guy and stoic and all these like extreme things that everyone, I see a lot of people paint it with and just a lot more to being like being the best person you could be and achieving the things and inspiring others. And I feel like the same thing with femininity too. And that I feel like there's a great balance. Also, well, I, I'm a big, I, my wait, bad. go, I, go ahead. I know for a fact that like Kamala Harris hits different from my mom than it, than Barack Obama does. She was very happy for, for Barack Obama. And I'm very happy for Kamala Harris, but yeah. It's Kamala different. Harris is her Barack Obama for me. Yeah. You know I mean, because th there's a difference in seeing yourself in somebody like mm -hmm. as much as she wanted to, she's, she's, she doesn't see herself as Barack Obama, but literally yeah. she made a post and she says, wow, she looks like me. And I think yeah. that's very important. You know what I mean? Very powerful. Having and somebody I was look like you like j cole yeah. has my dreads you know how many people mm -hmm. told me when i first started growing my dreads that i look like the four year eyes only album cover <laughs> bro that shit made my day and i was amped mm -hmm. like i want to look like my role model like that's how deep it goes sometimes you know what i mean i yeah. started growing these these dreads from the be free music video well not even yeah. the music video it was a live he did it live on on the letterman show but yeah <laughs> I cut I you off very tight. <laughs> but that's that cool. But honestly, you said like exactly what I was gonna say. Those like shout out to Kamala Harris because just throughout all the politics, seeing someone like that, that representation does matter. Because at the end of the day, like everyone would like to see. I think um, the greatest quote I ever saw it was it was um I think it was I think it was Dave Chappelle if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. and then he made a joke, and he said. Um, like it was obviously like not to be taken seriously. Like, don't tell these black kids they can be anything they want to be. He's like, you can't be anything you want to be. You can be anything the white man lets you be. <laughs> and then because he, he was like, obviously there was no black president at the time, 
what do you know? Like, I think it was 2007, he did this, 2006 or seven. Two years later, Barack Obama got elected for president. Mm-hmm. But then, like, that joke hit differently because it was the reality of, like, how people thought. Like, mm-hmm. imagine someone said, you, like, could you really, in America, say, you could be the president? Like, right now, if we raised a kid, could you say, oh, you'll be the prime minister of Canada? Nope. Like you really look, you'd be like, no, like it's never happened before. <laughs> like how would you, you, you can't, you can't really say that. And that's why representation matters. And that'll be where I end the topic. Unless anyone has anything Ooh, else. Yeah, to add my bad, in. my bad. I was going to say, um, <laughs> this is the last thing. I think it's very important that Kamala Harris was before Hillary Clinton, because I feel like oh. if Hillary Clinton won first, they would, they would wait bare time before a black woman would also be able to get in office like that i know hillary clinton mm-hmm. was part of the obama administration but i f- i feel like kamala harris actually being um in the presidency is important mm-hmm. for the black woman because my white cousins yes i have white cousins uh that's not important how i have white cousins i have white cousins they're mm-hmm. just as ecstatic <laughs> as my mom because they see it as a woman but my mom sees mm-hmm. it as a black woman yeah. so it's different yeah you know what i mean and it holds like more weights like more people mm-hmm. in a sense but yeah and it's, it's also extra shout powerful out. for those people mm-hmm. yeah because oh, you say also shut oh my bad because no, 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 uh, like a, a girl will see a girl like if you're white you see a girl you're like oh i can do that but if you're black and a girl you're like oh a girl did it but she's not black yeah. You know what I mean? So like yeah. Kamala Harris hits that extra spot. Like she takes it the extra mile. Mm-hmm. Right? So shout yeah. out to her. Shout out to her. And uh shout out to Tulsi Gabbard as well. Um she also ran for president. She's uh colored from Hawaii. Um she's like Asian, but like great. I really liked her, so I just wanted to add her in there. Two really amazing women who ran for president. Uh now Tulsi Gabbard works in Senate, I think she or she she did before governor of Hawaii, and now Kamala Harris, vice president of the United States. And on that note, we'll go to the next sponsors. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Next Up podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Nosa, and I want to let you guys know if you would like to support me personally, you can catch me streaming on Twitch at www.twitch.tv/nextupsosa. I'm working on getting my affiliate status on the streaming platform, so please follow and tune into all of my streams. Also, if you could follow my gaming pages at NextUpG on Instagram and Twitter, all support and follows are very appreciated. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Thank you once again to all of our sponsors from today's episode. If you'd like to be a sponsor for one of our next episodes, though, don't be shy to hit us up in the DMs. They're always open. Thanks. Yes, sir. All right. So last topic for today. I like to talk a little bit about uh, cooking. <laughs> just like just like a, a little a little random topic. We'll keep it. We'll keep it short to the point. But. I saw this video on TikTok where this guy, I forget what country he's from, somewhere somewhere in Asia, and he said uh, he never cooked the food that he grew up eating because either he got bored of it or people in school made fun of the food that he ate because it wasn't like what they ate. So like he he found a love for cooking, but it was in other cultures food. Like he'd, he'd 
cook like Indian food or Italian food. And I feel like people always have like the go-to styles of cooking that they use. Like people love to cook like if you're vegetarian, you love to cook Indian food because there's so much that you could do with it and just yeah. so so different. Italian food, you just have like the pastas, the pizzas, mm-hmm. and like it's so like that's what people like to eat. So like for me, I've I've I want to try and like learn to cook the food from where I'm from, but I'm having a difficult time trying to figure out like where that is. Like mm. and I don't mm. know. I don't even know if I have a question like I don't know, do you guys feel like well not no so because you like <laughs> Yeah, my dude. born and everything. From, so we already like, know. <laughs> <laughs> we cook in Nigeria. <laughs> not even just that from our but state. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you do you like find that you cook food like you personally do you cook food from like from home i cook zero nigerian food actually okay yeah because is like, there a reason for that or like just because yeah like, so like... everyone cooks and then i mostly cook for myself my dad cooks for like pretty much all of us but it's mostly me and him and then my mom has her own specific like um taste that she likes that he also shares because like mostly fish mm-hmm. and then I'm like here and there with depending on like fish and what it is. Okay. So most times I cook, it's like North American food, like kind of just like whatever. Or like yeah. my dad, he's he's more Nigerian food, but at the same time, sometimes he'll like do pasta stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like they have more, they mix in more like the culture in the food too. Yeah. And then my mom just makes whatever. Like, um, I think um, that's what kind of, because she already knew how to cook Nigerian, like, food from her area and stuff. And she likes to, like, just experiment. So she would just do a bunch of different things. She really got into baking. There was one summer she just, like, tried a different, like, bunch of baking recipes. And, like, mm-hmm. every weekend we would just bake. Mm-hmm. And, like, our fucking fridge was packed with baking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we didn't even know what to do with it. <laughs> so then it's like yeah that's kind of like where we are and it's like that's actually a really interesting thing because i think i see that a lot with other families not specifically us but i'll see like or i'll hear stories about people who are nigerian and go to the uk and their co-workers make fun like oh what are you eating like that's Mm kind of weird yeah and then they kind of get into like the making what the people around them make and they don't really like that food because, like, they're very, like, different unless mm-hmm. you went to, like, a similar country. Because, like, some place, like, some Nigerian places, like, the spice is, like, to the max. Like, yeah. And then if you go to the UK, like, spice is not, like, a thing at all. So they'll probably mm-hmm. feel weird. But it's a judgment thing that forces their cooking habits. Only salt. I'll, I'll say <laughs> this, like, um, my friend, she works full time at LCBO and, um, She's from Sri Lanka. So um, every time she brings food in, obviously, like, when you have, like, curry and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. it smells, bro. Like, your your house, like, after you cook that stuff, your house smells like that food for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she goes and she heats up her food in the microwave. She always tells me, like, everybody just, like, the hell is that? Like, they could like it or not like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, they're just, like, why does your food smell so much? You know what I mean? And it's just mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like she always says, like, it's awkward for her yeah. because, like, all eyes are on her 
just when she's trying to eat. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For, like no reason. Mm-hmm. I would say personally, me when I'm cooking though, it's just like I always enjoy cooking like stuff that I previous like previously liked getting at restaurants. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I really like pasta. So I learned how to make like a pasta recipe that I would like. And I wouldn't say I'm the best at making it, but I'm trying to get better and better at making it so I can save money on the restaurant and make it myself. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big thing for mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah. I learned yeah. how to make Chipotle so I can stop mm-hmm. ordering Chipotle ordering. and yeah. get it healthier and cheaper. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of like my idea of cooking. Mm-hmm. It's just like whatever I was mm-hmm. already spending money on, like yeah. learn how to make that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't funny. think I. Oh, go for it. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, no I was just saying it was always funny that um, because I I work at a call center with um a bunch of Indian guys, and um they would always have food, and there was me and another Nigerian, and then there was like eight Indian like men, women, and then we all like had our own food. So, like we'd always look. Oh my god, they have like really good food, and sometimes we just like swap like oh. I have like rice in this, like you have some, and then they'll like give you like a, a, a wrap and like whatever. And because I was like, because I never had like almost anything they had. I'm like, damn, like imagine hating on the food because it smells weird <laughs> or like you think it smells That's what weird. I'm saying. Like, and you never taste it before, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, it doesn't even smell weird, it smells different. It smells than, like spice, you know, yeah, is... it just smells like spice. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> The like, only thing that you're probably Korean gonna help. get is run belly fam. Because that shit is gonna box <laughs> yeah. your stomach after. But that's just because you're not used to it. Exactly. Exactly. Like five times you'll be fine. Like, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. The only <laughs> then, thing you're getting is run belly. Fam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, the run belly is different. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even honestly unless I go out to you and I don't get it. Nah, I I, I bro. I don't know. I yeah, the, the no, thing is my diet's like fuck, really different. I was like, oh holy <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, I catch it. Sad. I catch it whenever I I have like like Indian food. I catch run belly. Ooh, really? I'm not gonna lie. Every yeah. time I ate the food, I never got. It, but like they made it. But, but that like if I were to order it best. out, like I maybe I'd get it. Oh but yeah, like yeah. When when my mom makes butter chicken, it's blessed. But when yeah. we go in and on order from when North of Bombay order, on yeah. Uber Eats, like my stomach is boxed. Like. I can't even sleep, bro. <laughs> Honestly, when I order anything, like it's bad, cause I, I what I r- rarely order. Like ninety since I was a child, like ninety nine percent of my meals were all made at home, yeah. or like made by like it. Like so, it's like all like if I order something, I already know it's like it's just gonna, it might not be the best thing. <laughs> I've I have a question for you guys, cause this is something I was thinking about doing, especially when I move out. Is um. You know how people meal prep and they eat the same thing for a week straight? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I personally, like, my friend, the same girl that I was talking about, she does that. Because when we would go to work, like, every shift she would have the exact same dinner. And obviously, Mm -hmm. it's so cost effective to do that. But I would always roast her. I was like, oh, you're eating this again? Blah, blah, blah. And I was roasting. Not that the food was bad, but I was like, I know your cheese not your taste buds are not working ever yeah <laughs> she like she's a she's a close friend so she knows i'm joking like she doesn't mm-hmm. take offense to it but uh, yeah. i was saying like could you guys do that like meal prep like eat the same thing for a week and then change Bro, already, up the meal for the next week i, I literally already do that it's i was gonna say so for you that's yeah i feel like i feel like you eat similar similar meals like very often because i, I was do not this. i just don't care to be honest it's like i just mm. if i like it i'll eat it 
the whole year every day mm-hmm. especially if it's cost effective like I, I i wouldn't have a problem doing it mm-hmm. but yeah you you go ben when i was in school i did it for, i did it probably for like a month and a half where i would meal prep on sunday and have a meal for monday to thursday and then friday i buy food and it would be mm-hmm. like it was like i'd get groceries on like saturday or sunday and then i just make bare food and then just put it in containers in the fridge and eat the whole like same thing four days in a row and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. eat at lunch and dinner right yeah yeah so i was making like like i was making like eight meals on sunday <laughs> yeah. just eating the same thing and then like now when i go to work usually i'll make the same thing like i'll eat breakfast and then i'll and then i'll make like a lunch and a dinner or a lunch it's like late lunch uh but mm-hmm. like usually i just make like rice and then have like vegetables like sauteed vegetables and then put like a sauce on it with like black beans or kidney beans or something and just eat that like so sometimes i eat this same thing like for work but i don't know i would say like for me personally like not that i can't do it because i definitely could like especially i'm living by myself and i'm trying to save money i could mm-hmm. definitely do that like i wouldn't want to that's that's mm-hmm. the thing even when i was working a lot i would buy a lot of like frozen dinners and i'd make a lot of like simple meals um that like you can just make before you go you know what i mean like mm-hmm. high school lunches type meals you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it, it would be like sandwiches or fucking quick pastas shit like that mm-hmm. because yeah. i do enjoy having the variation of taste yeah personally mm-hmm. me but, too yeah i like i don't like eating the same thing every day like when i cook like i try to be as like creative as possible like literally today for dinner <laughs> i made like <laughs> asian inspired pierogies like what the like i freaking like mm. <laughs> he's a, he's a good cook bro i use like yeah. soy sauce and sriracha sauce and other stuff on pierogies like what who does that <laughs> like it was actually but it tasted nice bro you like, should tell them about the green the I don't even know what it's called. Man. You said you <laughs> just made green. it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you look on my Instagram, first of all, go follow me on Instagram. But it's like simple plug. It should be. It should be like the Yo, second the app, or third bro. post on my on my Instagram at b dot on Instagram. <laughs> at um, next up, Mitch. <laughs> at next up, Sosa. Instagram. Then I have to change mine for the next up. <laughs> next up, B Mitch. Because you can't go next up, Mitch. <laughs> You can't be next up Mitch with an X. I don't care. Right. Next up Ben. <laughs> next but up freaking, Chef. Yeah. I, Jeez. I don't know. I just, I like making different foods. You're not going to explain mean, what you made? Yeah. It was just like, it was, it was just like roasted vegetables, but then I finished them in a pan with like compound butter and it was nice. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, bro. This guy said I'm making, I'm making dinner for, what was it for? It was, it was Christmas. Christmas. It yeah. was Christmas. So yeah. I like, I'm making dinner for all mans. It's vegetarian. I was like, all right, it's going to be whatever, you know? Bro, mm-hmm. I can't lie. I took the first bite. I'm like, nah, I'm saving this for the end. <laughs> I'm one of those mans that eats dinner in order. But I couldn't even figure out which order to eat everything in because I was just slapping. I was like, bro, this shit is going oh, in. Shit. Bro, I seen Matthew eat it. This guy's going, oh. 
<laughs> that's the thing i did not expect matthew to like it because nah, it was all vegetarian and it was it. it was like literally just vegetables yeah but you have to think then, this like, this is the thing about matthew 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 in a way is kind of like me he likes simple meals or he likes not having to make the meal yeah you know like when you don't make the meal it low-key slaps because you're like i got this without yeah. doing any work and but when you make the yeah. meal you're like, oh, this slaps because it has my hard work on it. But yeah. if you make, yeah. if you don't make the meal and you got it, and it's like something that's not like common, it's always gonna slap because you're yeah. like, bro, I got a blessed meal, and I didn't have to do shit. That's why mm. when you when you cooked for for me, I was like, when other people cook for me, I'm like, sheesh, this is blessed because it's just like such a different take on like how I would do it would be different. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, it's, it's just, like a creative spin on like, yeah. everything. Mm. Yeah. Like the spices you use is different. Yeah. The spices Noso would use is different. The spices I would use is different. I didn't start bro, the first time you told me I had lime. I was like, nigga, on the chicken? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about? Then I did it, I was bro, like, I, whoa. I was like, whoa. Like there it's different. always just like different stuff that you add that's like different tastes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I started making Chipotle and like now I use cilantro bear. <laughs> there's cilantro in my fridge all the time yeah. now because i just like i like that taste yeah i taught my dad how to make compound butter and this guy has not stopped making you literally just take <laughs> butter and put like random stuff in it like so like his favorite his go-to is like rosemary garlic butter so he just like chops up garlic chops up rosemary and then mixes it with butter and then you just put it in the fridge and you use it like butter but it has bear flavor i'm not gonna lie though when ben when like it was like last week i went to ben's house and i was cooking for all mans and this guy's just watching me cook i was nervous (laughs) this guy's freeing me bro and he's a good cook so i'm like bro i can't i can't fuck up you know what i mean like i'm putting on him this guy's like saying you don't know how to cook i'm like fuck bro (laughs) the meal's about to be ass (laughs) i can't even cut the onion (laughs) yo Bro, this guy would probably yeah, get cheese yeah, like, if he saw me cook. I have no fucking. I just do everything <laughs> the same way every time. Yeah. Ole. Nah, the meal was blessed. I just need. I just need to teach you how to cut an onion. <laughs> I'm already bro, crying, I won't bro. Cap. I watched the Gordon Ramsay video the other day. <laughs> Not because bro. Watch carefully. Yeah, <laughs> you see, you oh, put your fingers like this. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. The, f- the first time I had to cut an onion, I just searched up some random thing on, on YouTube, how to cut an onion, and that's how she did it. So I was like, all right, say less. Mm. But I didn't, every time I do it, like, it's not the exact same way. She probably did it way better, and I probably fucked up some part, but, like, I don't care. It ends up working, so I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. It just takes bare it, time. It tastes the same. It's just, like, in, like, it's not efficient. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, in, like, a kitchen, like, in a restaurant, like, you have to have, like, even cuts. I don't even work in a restaurant. I'm just saying that because I watch bear cooking videos. <laughs> People who work in For me, I would just learn it just because yeah. of the timing. The less time you spend cooking, the more time you can that's, do other shit. That's the thing right now. I would say I'm not bad at cooking. I just take bear time to cook. You know what I yeah. mean? Like even my prep times is like bear time. That's why yeah. when I started like first actually making the Chipotle meal, I actually like started making like all like the small stuff that like like um the salsa and stuff like that. I started making like the day before because i wasn't mm-hmm. trying to do it all at one time because it, it takes bare time yeah that's yeah. what i did when i made that christmas dinner i 
like did all the prep work before and just leaves it in the fridge. If you're cooking, get the freaking clear deli containers. Those guys <laughs> come clutch. Holy, those are my favorite thing, other than my knives. <laughs> the knives. This guy got knives for Christmas. He was amped. <laughs> Bro, my mom got him a knife. This guy was like, "Yo, this is the one I want." My dad got him this. <laughs> the other ones he wanted. Okay, yeah, because like, okay. they worked out no. perfectly, bro. Honest, because Did they okay, the knife that my that? mom like, got me. Nah, like... they don't. They don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> the knife my mom got me is like a knife that I wanted since high school. It's a Western style knife. The knife that my dad got me. Japanese style knife, so there are different kinds of knives, and you can use them differently. Jeez. So it's like, okay. yeah, it worked out nice. This guy has a cleaver now, bro. This guy's about <laughs> to work at main shop. Ching. Boom, Ching. <laughs> <laughs> I like. But they just loud. swing. They have no technique. I'll turn just like, that down. <laughs> 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 Those men look like Jason, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How many piece? Three. Like they just got a sword. It's not even a knife. <laughs> I don't know though. Food, food is such like a cultural thing that it's like it can be like. Shout out. But yeah, it's such like a cultural thing that like it can either be like so personal or so like ex explorative is that a word yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah like we you, understand you can you can like explore so much within it or you can be like so genuine to yourself like you can go and like i can cook like something that's like a japanese meal or i can mm -hmm. cook something that's literally like something that i made like i invented or whatever mm -hmm. and it's just yeah like, both of them can taste good they can taste so different but like i don't know it's just like i think cooking is how much work you put in is how much taste you get out. For sure. That's I tough. I must not get much bread. taste. <laughs> <laughs> like, but no work. Man says bread, cheese. <laughs> nah, I won't lie. You know those, those ones are tough. At, like, like, oh, I, those ones are tough at certain times. Like That's true, yeah. Every morning, I'm not going to lie, bro. This is the thing. I said I like variation, but every morning I just have toast. True. Mm -hmm. My, that's, it, why, but, that's why I it, need variation on other meals, I would say. You know, I think that's that's actually kind of interesting because mine, I say like I'm not big on variation, but because like being Nigerian, like like a sandwich isn't really like a, that's not a thing we like do. Like yeah, we have them, but that's like more North American. Like for mm -hmm. me, the simplest thing is like vegetables with rice and chicken. Like that's the simplest meal I'll ever cook. Yeah, <laughs> this guy so every I'll... time I got chicken at home. I got chicken. I'm like, hey, you're having chicken every day. <laughs> this guy <has> a chicken <laughs> like, farm. Fuck. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying to get some fact, chicken man. at home. <laughs> but fact, my grandparents used to have a little chicken coop at their house. <laughs> and actually, let me tell this story because the story is actually hilarious. So my aunt, they had a chicken and my aunt was like friends with the chicken. And my mom. Was oh my it a God, chicken my, or a T-Rex fam? They're the same thing. They're family. They're the chicken. And she was like three or something. And then everyone else is way older than her. So then she was friends with the chicken and then they they were having the chicken for Christmas. So as he came out on Christmas, he's like, Where's the chicken? And then everyone was just looking at dying <laughs> on the table. Oh <laughs> that's tough. <laughs>
<laughs> so yeah, Nigeria, like they don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> I feel like that's. I feel like that's that's bare places. That's not North America, though. Yeah, because they're more used to like the like the dirty work of actually like the food. Like you want chicken, you're gonna have to kill it yourself. You want fish, you're gonna have to go fish that shit. (laughs) Facts. That seems like a good place to end it. Uh, Unless anybody has anything else to say. I'm good. Thank you again for tuning in to the next up podcast. Yeah. Hopefully, just stole Marcus's outro. I know, I know he usually does it, but <laughs> make That's sure tough. that since we're on YouTube, you like this bit Tube you. and you subscribe to the channel. Um, if you're watching on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may do, maybe sorry, make sure you follow us and go tell a friend because I know you guys enjoyed this episode. Go tell a friend to watch, especially even if it's just one little segment. You know what I mean? Go tell yes, them, go show them a clip. The other day, I was um, like, my mom and my brother both say they, they tune into the podcast. I'll know if they tune in if they page me about this moment. I doubt it will happen. But <laughs> this is this is a challenge to see. I I was literally talking about something. I, I think it was the conspiracies. Um, so we were talking about that, and I was like, if you guys you guys are having like an in depth combo about our podcast. Why don't you just watch our podcast? You know what I mean? Like you actually enjoy it because we're literally, we're literally having the same conversation based on watching like a little thirty seconds of the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, there's some gems in here, so go show a friend. I bet, I bet you guys could have a crazy conversation, even if you don't agree with some of the things we said. I yeah. bet you could have this combo with your friend in a similar way, and just you get to say your point of view. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. once again. Thank you guys for tuning in. Water's not wet. (laughs) And I'm out. Water is indeed wet. Next up.